0: Wildly Worthy acknowledges the traditional owners of country. We pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging.
1: Hey, I'm Ella and I'm Elle and we want to welcome you to Wildly Worthy. The podcast that brings you inspiring conversations insight and tell all stories about overcoming obstacles owning your worth and living life on your terms from healing to personal growth relationships and self-discovery we have got you covered so whether you're looking for motivation guidance or just a good old laugh tune in, in to wildly, wildly worthy
0: and be wildly you
1: Hello beautiful humans, we are back and today we have a very juicy conversation and this quote that I'm about to share really does sum up what we are going to be speaking about in this episode today. It's a beautiful quote by Osho and it is, Our mind is a garden, our thoughts are the seeds, you can grow flowers or you can grow weeds.
0: And this is so true, right? It kind of reminds me like it should be from a storybook.
1: Mm. When
0: you read it out earlier, I was like, oh, wow, that sums up what we're going to be talking about. But it also sounds like it could, you know, this is what we get to be educating our children on. Mm. Um, It really is that concept because you can. You can, what you plant can be positive and it can be uplifting or it can be kind of unpleasant. You know, we don't really like the terms like positive and negative, but, you know, pleasant and unpleasant, so
1: yeah, here we are. A new episode. So exciting. Yeah. And, you know, just because we have negative thoughts and things in our minds that are there, doesn't mean that we can't work on removing them. And for those that love gardening, I love gardening and I love getting out and ripping out the weeds and putting in new soil and doing the things that I want to do in order for that garden to thrive. And that's really what we're here to talk about today. Mm. And coming from like, you know, so much of this can be covered
0: by science and there can be, you know, we can have a whole episode around the science of how the mind works, but to kind of just start and make it just a lot more simpler, you know, we'd love to talk about the mind being a garden. And, you know, when clients come in, whether it's one on one or in a group container, you know, if you were to sit in your chair right now or in the car or at the gym or wherever you are, and if you just close down your eyes just for a moment and imagine your mind was a garden, just for, just for a simple moment, I want you just to imagine like, is it a nice garden? Is it flourishing? Is it does it feel comfortable? Is it like a daintry forest? Yeah. Or is it a just like a dry desert? Like, what does your garden feel like? How does it feel is there a bench that you can kind of go and sit on, or is it filled with weeds and it just feels uncomfortable? Because what happens is we do, our mind becomes a garden because of these thoughts that we we seed it with. And so we really want to have that conversation as to what your mind is like right now. And We've got a bit of an activity and an exercise or whatever, a reflection process at the end of this, but where is your mind right now and where, where do you want it to be in three to six months?
1: Mm, because you can't harvest in the summer what you haven't planted in the spring. And so if you're wanting to reap the rewards of a positive mindset, of an uplifting mindset, of a mindset that can see beyond what is currently in your reality, if you're wanting to wake up every day and to have those beautiful, empowering thoughts cultivating you know, in your mind, then we've got to start the work now. We've got to start pruning the garden. We've got to start ripping out the weeds. We've got to start getting in there and getting, rolling up our sleeves, getting a little bit dirty. And that really does come back to, you know, the books that you read, the music that you listen to, the media that you consume, the people you surround yourself with, the environments that you're in, because all of those things are impacting your garden. They're impacting your mind and they're influencing the way that maybe you feel about yourself and the world as well. Yeah,
0: but it's also like life's going to happen, right? So you can be reading all of the books, you can be consciously like choosing what music you listen to, what content you consume, like who's on your Facebook page, like there's a lot of things that you can control, but there's also a lot of things that you can't control, mm. right? There's a lot of things that, that are in our environments and as much as we can actively be seeking out that you know, pleasant material or those pleasant things, life is still going to happen, yeah, but what we focus on, we will find. So if you are in a stage right now that you're like, oh, I've been listening to the the books and I've been watching the TED Talks and I've been engaging in, you know, different groups and different people that's all well and good. But if you have got weeds and like, let's go beyond weeds. Like if there are tree stumps in your garden right now, deep rooted, yeah, like you've got to do something
1: that are right? cracking through the water pipes and causing all of the chaos. Yeah. It goes a little bit deeper than just like listening and,
0: and, you know, doing the things I was recently. And, you know, this gets to be a good call out for, for all of you about with a client You know, she's in quite a good place right now, but, you know, there's areas of improvement for her. And so we're looking at, okay, well, what can I, what, what do I need to stop doing? What do I need to start doing? And what do I need to continue to do? Because I think that we can like look at these analogies that we're going to give. And again, there will be an activity like an exercise, but we can look at, okay, I've just got to stop doing this and I've got to start doing that. I really want to encourage you that you are already doing enough. Mm. Yeah. Like all of this this podcast everything that we're doing is coming from that place of enoughness. But like do you need to continue the, to read the books or do you need to start reading the books or should you actually stop reading the books? I took like a whole like a gap year of reading personal development books because I was like I just need to stop consuming and I need to put into practice. I need to put into into place the things that I need to be doing. So where are you right now? Mm. What do you need to start doing, stop doing and continue doing? Maybe we can do a whole podcast on that Mm. theory
1: as well. Because again, if we link it back to the garden if we're continually watering the garden and throwing fertilizer in it and, you know, doing all the things and we're not actually giving the garden the space and the time to grow and do what it knows how to do, then we're going to be overloading and we're going yeah. to be actually doing more damage than good. And so that's really where it comes back to, as i mentioned, like that space to really allow the changes and the things that you are learning and growing and doing to land as well, because too much information for our mind can also be detrimental sometimes. So it's really finding that that happy medium and Mm. finding what that is for you and this work can just be so overwhelming sometimes too
0: like it's like anything too much too much of too much of one thing is not a good thing as they say right balance find balance right but if your mind was a garden what kind of garden do you want to be sitting in Mm. where do you want to be spending your time how do you want to feel right because our our mind our, our mind is is basically plastic, right? It's maneuverable. It's changeable. It's, it's based upon so many different elements. So how are we taking care of it? Mm. Right. And so, you know, with life being fast paced and chaotic and, you know, it's easy to get caught up in the hustle and bustle of life, but it is taking that, that step back and reflecting. Yeah. If you were to reflect every morning or every evening, it's like in the morning reflect about the you know, set the intention of how you want your day to go. And then in the evening, reflect upon how your day actually went. Like in six months, you won't know yourself. Mm. You will not know yourself.
1: And it's stopping and taking that time with your thoughts as well, because we can be having so many different thoughts at any given time. But when we actually stop and be with those thoughts and reflect on life, there's so much magic in that. And so if you are driving, pause this podcast and come back to it. Maybe you want to just, or you want to keep driving along and just, you know, visualizing in your mind what comes to mind when we ask you these questions. But if you are somewhere, now is your time to go grab paper and pen. We are going to be giving you a couple of different reflection points to sit with. And the first one is under flowers, we want you to write down all the things that you love in your life things that you bring you joy and happiness. This could be people, hobbies, places, beautiful puppies, anything that just makes you feel good.
0: What are the flowers that are blooming in your life?
1: Mm, If you were to plant flowers in your beautiful garden, like what would they be? What are the things that make you and your garden thrive and be all that you want it to be?
0: And then when you're ready, you'll grab another piece of paper. And under this, you'll title it Weeds. Yeah, you know where we're going with this, right? (laughs) So we're going to write down all the things that you would leave out of your life. What are the unpleasant aspects that, you know, bring you down or detract you from your own happiness? Maybe there's toxic relationships or friendships or family members. Maybe there's a, a habit that you wish to no longer be doing, you know, you can label it a bad habit or a, a habit that just gets in the way, anything that is holding you back from truly flourishing in, in your mind, so go on, we dare you.
1: Mm. Without any judgment. Mm. How interesting that these weeds are growing in my garden currently. Mm-hmm. And then finally,
0: and probably the most important one, is Fertiliser. Right. So again, thinking about a garden, we've got things that are grown. We've got flowers that like smell good and are pretty, and things that make us happy. Then we've got the weeds that are getting in the way of the flowers blooming. But we've also got the fertilizer. Mm. So we're on a write down things that can we could add to our life, things that could improve our life. Right on a personal, a, a work level, relationships. What are what are the things? Maybe the fertilizer in your life is a new relationship or a hobby right? Maybe it's new friendships. Maybe it's going and developing a habit or a a, um, a hobby that you'd like to do.
1: Because mm. again, when we link it back to actual gardens, we it needs ideal conditions to thrive. There needs to be a certain level of sunlight. There needs to be fertilizers, good soil, water, things to allow it to blossom and bloom and become all that it wants to be. And so when you think about the fertilizer and the things that you need to thrive what are those things? Yeah, and this you know, very simple activity
0: can be done by writing it down, or if you are driving and you didn't take our instruction, like you already know what the things are. Mm. We already know what the things are, but we often just go, "Oh, yeah," and I know what I've got to do, right? I can't see you right now but like put your hand up. Like <laughs> you know that you can put your hand up because you know the things that you've got to do. And if you don't, beautiful, celebrating you for being here, right? And use this activity. Mm, because the fact that you're listening. You, yeah, the fact that you're listening, it, it's, you know, it's going to get this activity will give you a clear picture of what's working
1: in your life and what isn't. Mm. Yeah. And so you can identify the steps. New slash we all have things that aren't working. We all have weeds. we all have a garden. <laughs> we all have a garden and so, you know, if there's any judgment of yourself Do you coming out, up... Annie's garden was in Better Homes and Gardens in like, I don't know, 2002
0: or something like that, like on the TV show and in the magazine. Annie Helen, mm,
1: amazing. So, Annie Helen is good at taking care of her yeah. garden. But she's be like Annie Helen,
0: right? But like her garden was in like Better Homes and Gardens and it still had weeds. Mm. Yeah, like she was constantly, like she maintained that garden so well, right? And the more that we maintain our own mental gardens, the easier it becomes to maintain. The hardest part is like that first stage of being like, oh, fuck. Like where do I even start? Mm. Yeah, like that's why we've created this podcast. You can tune into any of the other podcasts right now if you haven't gone and like on your Apple podcast playlist or spotify like what are the ones that you haven't listened to or can you go back what ones were, were your favorites go back and listen to it this is all simple tangible ways to, to help you fertilize your mind
1: because mm, your mind is wonderful And it's such a beautiful thing that we have these incredible things that allow us to do so much. And just taking a moment of appreciation for your mind now, as we kind of talk about all things, the mind, like think about everything it allows you to do every single day and the life that it's allowed you to live up until now, because we can often look at our mind as this thing that has these negative thoughts or there's overwhelm or whatever it is that you're currently battling with. Take a moment to step outside of that and to see all the good that your mind allows you to do as well. Because there's so much of that.
0: Yeah, I'm so excited to drop an episode about like how the mind actually works, mm. right? But a couple of things, like very simply, it learns by repetition. Yeah. So what we constantly do, our habits, right? And so a couple of ways that like we can fertilize our mind. Firstly, though, I'd love to ask you a question, Ella. What is the, the one way that you fertilize your mind every day?
1: Meditation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just taking that time to quieten down my thoughts and just to put good, the good stuff back in. And to really focus on whatever it is. And I'm focusing on that morning. That's just, yeah, creating space, slowing down and just feeding my mind some really beautiful nutrients. Mm. What about yourself? Uh, it would definitely be gratitude. Yeah. in a hot
0: shower. Oh, I love me a shower. It started to get a bit, quite a bit cooler on the Gold Coast so we can actually have warm showers right now. And just like that feeling of the water, like a shower meditation, mm. Mm. there is nothing beats it. Two very simple, simple things. We've also got Light Group. There's a a WhatsApp group now, so come and join us. Daily gratitude. It's just been so lovely, like seeing everybody, like sharing their little, you know, droplets every day, um, and reading each other's. I think I get more out of reading other people's gratitudes than I do about sharing my own. But hey, that's okay. (laughs) We're all friends. So a couple of simple ways we wanted to talk about about practice about fertilizing your mind, and things that can make it really simply, simply, simpler, simple, simple ways you can fertilize your mind. Yeah, we got there. I think we got there. Anyway, the first one, we kind of both mentioned it. um, But meditation, slowing down, there's insight timer, we're both on, we're both teachers on In- Insight Timer. There's YouTube. There are so many ways that you can do free meditation online.
1: Mm, or just popping some music on and just lying down and just being with the music or just being with the nothingness. It doesn't matter what it looks like. As I mentioned before, like shower meditation, gardening can also be a really meditative way of just going through that practice. Some people love to, you know, just tap into that meditative state through running or through swimming or things like that as well. So it's just getting into that space within your mind where you're just really actively present in the now, you're letting go of the thoughts and just really being present with your current reality.
0: Mm. Yeah. I think then the second one would definitely be practicing mindfulness. Mindfulness can be that, again, that practice of coming into the present moment, being mindful. Yeah. Being fully engaged in what's going on. So you can become aware of thoughts and feelings. And sometimes this might mean sitting in silence, yeah. This morning I was down at, at Burley Hill and just like sat there. I stupidly had a coffee. I'm not going to lie. I've not really had coffee in the last 12 months. Um, but the line was so long at the shop and I was like, Oh, I don't really want to ask a decaf. And I was like, nah, it's been a while. And so, you know, I, I sat there and because it was something that I don't engage in very often, I, I really took the time with my coffee. Yeah. I, I sat on the hill and I watched people walking past and I watched people communicating and kids on their scooters and dogs. And then I just, you know, shifted that perspective to the water and the surfers. And, you know, it was like everything else just went silent and it was me sitting on a hill. It was so lovely.
1: Mm, I love that. And that really leads into, you know, the, the emphasis on mindfulness as well. I know I just spoke about that with the meditation, but, you know, is your mind full or is your Mindful, right? Because we can have a full mind or we can be mindful. And there's two different ways that we can truly look at that. And so, you know, just taking that time to be fully present and to Let go of everything that's going on, the racing thoughts, the thoughts about the future, the The thoughts about the past, the busy brain and just being in the now. You know, that can look like, you know, smelling five things around you, feeling a couple of things that you can feel in that moment. What can you see? What can you taste? What can you hear? What's actually going on in that moment for you?
0: And then affirmations.
1: Oof. (laughs) They're the
0: sexiest thing because the mind learns by repetition. So, what we're feeding it, it's going to take, on, take a hold of, right? The neurons are wired, fire together, wire together, fire together. Oh my gosh, I should not have had coffee. It is coming <laughs> out in this episode today. You're all welcome. <laughs> or is it the dyslexia that I don't label myself having? Blame it on the coffee. Yeah, look, it's just a mixed bag. Um, but affirmations. Right? One of my favorite affirmations is I'm full of sparkle, followed by a quick, I have a brilliant brain. Yeah. And so, for yourself, like what is an affirmation that you can choose? I'm worthy, I'm capable, I'm loved, I am enough, right? Can be something so simple or something a little bit more complex, like a longer affirmation. But what we repeat to ourselves on a, a regular basis will. Become a part of us. It will become those flowers that we, you know, get to smell. It will become the trees that we get to sit under for shade. It it becomes this beautiful garden that we get to sit in because we've told ourselves, yeah, mm. we've hardwired it in, uh, and our mind believes us. It believes everything that we tell it.
1: Right?
0: Mm. It's out the ultimate like, um, the ultimate servant is our mind.
1: Mm. Another way I really love to, you know, sit with my mind is is journaling. And it's just, it's just to empty my mind. And that can look like asking ourselves a question. It can look like, you know, just putting, putting pen to paper and simply writing. It can look like gratitude, writing down the things that we're grateful for. But actually just getting the things in our mind out of our mind and onto paper sounds really simple. But yet, can be such an effective way of emptying the mind and just getting all the things that we've been thinking about, the the busyness that's been going on, out of there and clearing that space so that we can just be in that present moment with ourselves again. Mm.
0: I actually haven't told anybody this, but one of my um, more recent um, habits that I'm in is I've recently moved my bedroom around and it's been great, but my journal now sits on my bedside table. And so it's just like a perfect like arm reach. And so like before my eyes are even like properly opened, I grab my journal and just flip it open and just like the, the those the first thoughts that I'm having in the morning are are going onto the paper and there's such a purity in the thought that comes out compared to like the end of the day because mm. the end of the day is like a reflection. The beginning of the morning is an in intention, yeah, and so like doing that before then getting up and, and going about my day. But the other part that I love about journaling and, you know, you mentioning Doing that and like me doing that in the morning. For a really long time, I have again woken up in the morning and used visualization as a tool. And if you're not using visualization as an actual tool, I want you to know that you already are using visualization as a tool, just probably not in a way that is very helpful. So if you experience any form of anxiety, or if you think about the future and different things that may or may not happen, or if you're getting ready to go on a date and you're like seeing yourself going on a date, if you're going to have a conversation with somebody and you're visualizing like, or you're thinking about having that conversation with them, that is visualization. Yeah. Yeah maybe not to the extent that it can be used in because using visualization as a tool for your mind can be a really wonderful way to kind of rehearse, right? Mm. It's like an um, a imagination for your like the, the mental imagination of the way that you want things to go and mm. so it can be a, a really wonderful way to just implement those goals and those aspirations that you have
1: yeah I love that I really see like visualization as like planting seeds as well like mm. it's like planting the seeds for the future the things that we want to experience the way that we want to feel like I'll mention that those goals and those aspirations it's it's really going out and like planting those seeds and just you know it just increases your motivation yeah like, Fuck, yeah let's go and just you know feeling those feelings. And so this is just you know, a handful of ways. There's havening, there's hypnotherapy, there's, there's so many different tools that you can use. And it, it's going to take getting your gloves on <laughs> and getting into the garden and using the tools because the tools are either going to sit in the shed and they're going to rust or the tools are going to come out of the shed and they're going to get used and that, that garden is, and is then going to thrive long-term because of it. Mm. It's completely up to you. Having the tools and not using them is like not having them at all. Mm, There's a big difference between knowing. And doing because a lot of us know the things a lot of
0: visualization affirmation yeah i know that uh,
1: i know all about that right but but are we actually using the tools and doing the things and then reaping those rewards because as we mentioned if we're wanting to see those results three to six to 12 months from now if that's something that we're really wanting to to work towards you know feeling a certain way having a certain level of mindset in experiencing x amount of positive thoughts every day the work starts now.
0: Mm, yeah. I, w- I would love to disclose it like probably with the, the last like main, I don't know, point or tool that you could be using that we both love is gratitude. Practicing an attitude of gratitude. Again, come and join us in Light Group. It's a free group that you can on WhatsApp. We'll put the link in the bio. But practicing gratitude those little moments when we have a practice of gratitude we know we're, we're commanding and directing our mind to look for things in life that we're grateful for and so when we have that that practice that daily practice it really hardwires us to to work on what is working yeah it's it's the fertilizer it's the thing that keeps it keeps us going it's a, the thing that in those hard moments It's what keeps us going.
1: Mm. So again, we're going to leave you with that beautiful quote. Our mind is a garden. Our thoughts are the seeds. You can grow flowers or you can grow weeds. You can choose to plant the positive, uplifting, inspiring thoughts, or you can choose to allow the negative weeds, the self-defeating thoughts that we might be having to continue to limit you, should we say. It's Mm. completely up to you and we really hope this episode has supported you in just gaining some insights. We hope that activity has supported you. Go back, listen to that again, do that activity as many times as you want until you start to really work on those weeds and pull out those tools and work out what truly works for you. Mm. And go back, find other episodes and stay tuned. So like like and
0: subscribe, leave us a review because there's so much more coming. You also can send in your questions. We'd love to answer them live here on the podcast. And remember, be wildly you. Thanks for tuning in to Wildly Worthy. We're on a mission to help you live your best life. We hope that you found today's episode inspiring and valuable. If you enjoy the show, please consider leaving us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your feedback helps us to reach more people and to continue to create
1: content that is meaningful and impactful. And be sure to follow us on social media at The Enlightened Co. Please tag us as we love hearing from our listeners. Remember, you are wildly worthy of living a life that you want. Keep taking risks, pursuing your passions
0: and growing into the best version of yourself.
1: Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time on Wildly Worthy. And remember, be Be wildly wildly you. you.